Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Elle McMahon, and on today's special episode, we'll get to hear the replay of when we were live at Georgetown Market for their community day. We'll talk with third-generation owner Andrew Monteith about the challenges and the successes the company We'll talk to third-generation owner Andrew Monteith about the challenges and the successes of building Georgetown Market and why supporting local businesses really matters. You'll also hear me invite you down to Georgetown Market a lot in this episode. Just know we are not live at this time. Go to Georgetown Market whenever you want, but Community Day already happened. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Local Matters Live, brought to you by Indiana-owned and Indiana Gifts, distributed by Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com. Hi, I'm Mel McMahon, co-founder of Indiana Owned and Indiana Gifts and host of Local Matters. We are so excited to bring it live to Georgetown Market's second annual Community Day. We are on the west side of Indianapolis. There's so much going on here. So excited to have you come support us in our mission to support local businesses faster and easier and create healthier, stronger communities. If you've listened to... Indiana owns podcast local matters. You kind of know the format. You kind of know the story, but I'm so excited to be here at Georgetown market live with Andrew, who is the third generation owner of Georgetown market. You got your microphone there. I got my microphone. There you go. I'm so excited that you invited us to join you at this event today. I want to start. Normally I have this like really cutesy, like, you know, local matters brings you incredible stories, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? This is an incredible story all its own. How long it's been here. Third generation owner. For those that aren't familiar with Georgetown Market, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. Well, it goes back to 1973. My dad was uh, still in college at Purdue and uh, had some family that had a small store, like health food store, vitamins and supplements in Zionsville. And he kind of got the idea that, you know, this area of town had had a need. So we pitched the idea to his parents, my grandparents, uh, and they were on board. So my grandpa had uh, just retired from Allison Transmission as an engineer and had a, a passion himself. So uh, he said, yeah, let's go for it. So opened our doors in 1973, and my grandparents ran it for a few years until my dad graduated, did a few things, came back in, uh, and it's been going strong ever since. Has it always been in this location? It is not. So we moved over here in 1997. Uh, It was November of 97, so we've been here for 25 years uh, before we were right on the other side of Georgetown Road, so just right down the road we have been on this side of town, very local, for almost 50 years now. So for people who have never been here before, tell us where we're located. I mean, we can give the address, but what's the intersection? The the nearest intersection is uh, uh, Lafayette and Georgetown Road, so like Pike Plaza, uh, a little north of Lafayette Square Mall. This market, it's very special, right? It's not your average grocery store. And I remember the first time I walked in here, I was just in awe. I was amazed. Mm -hmm. And it touches so many of your senses, right? It's just a different experience. Tell us what people can expect when they walk in those doors. Sure. Well, I think as with most small businesses, you can expect to experience something that you're not used to. So a lot of, you know, bigger corporations and chains, like they're engineering a feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But with a place like this, it evolves organically. And that's really where we've come from. So it was built on like, you know, supplements and knowledge and customer service. And that was translated over here. And it is still like 
what drives us today. So the experience is very, uh, it's very intimate. Uh, it might not be what people are expecting, but we like that. Uh, it creates a good feeling for people. It sets us apart from different people, too. Well, and something else that I think is really unique is how long your employees have been here. You know, your management staff has been here for years. You've obviously been here for years and grown up in it, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But sure. talk about being able to share that knowledge with the community, too. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, that's kind of what keeps us around is having people that's here for so long. We build relationships with customers. Uh, so they come in, they may have like a small issue or they may just be looking for things. And the the people that are here, they take pride in the store. It's not just a job. So uh, we build relationships that way. And we've had, we have people here for almost 40 years, uh, like 35 years. I've been here for almost 20. My brother's been here for 25 years. We've had many, many people that have spent a very, very long time doing it. And it's awesome. Well, and Georgetown Market has a little bit of a different edge and a focus, right? It's really about, you know, health, sustainability. Talk about that and some of the products that you're going to find here that you might not necessarily see in your bigger grocery stores. Sure. Um, well, I think uh, having the supplement department, the, the size that it is, it's very different from a regular grocery store. So, uh, we're not just a grocery store with a few other things here and there. Uh, it's very much kind of kind of split. So supplements, vitamins, minerals, uh, knowledge, expertise. Um, the the things you're going to find are a lot of uh, similar things in a lot, of, a lot of ways. But we source things that are that are local. Uh, we'll prioritize those kind of things. But it's also high quality. And then being able to kind of explain you know why that's better in some way. I remember one of the times I visited, I was uh, on the food service side, right? Mm -hmm. You have a, a juice bar and you have, you know, all kinds of different food items, hot items too. And the audience, I'll say, I say the audience, the customer base was so diverse. Like, I think this is one of the most diverse locations in the city of Indianapolis. And has it always been that way or is that something that's been built over the years? I mean, just attract so many different kinds of people here. Sure. I think that it, it's definitely been built over the years. So, I mean, when we first came here, there was a, a very there wasn't a very diverse customer base. Uh, Speedway was very different than it is mm -hmm. now, or at least this area, Speedway area included. What was that customer um, base? Describe uh, that for I us. mean, it was primarily so a lot of the houses in Speedway were built in the 50s. Uh, so it was people raising their families and uh, it was like just a lot of like middle class white people mm -hmm. and that's evolved over the years and uh it's like you said like it's great we have an, an incredible diversity this area in particular yeah. the international marketplace I, I forget what the numbers are but there are so many different cultures mm -hmm. and that's represented and like we get to be a part of that and it's awesome yeah. so i've heard stories from people that uh, customers that have been here for years that either like move away or travel a lot and you know they look for places like this where they go or where they're living mm -hmm. now and I've had multiple people say like I've never seen the diversity like in a place yeah. like this and I mean it, it, it means a lot to me I think yeah. it's great yeah. Well, and you have such a community focus, too. One of the programs that you promote that I know Colleen, your marketing director, was really part of pushing was you feature a different nonprofit each month. Talk about that program and what that means to your employees to be able to give back. To be able to give back. Uh, that's really the whole point is to be able to give back. Um, that idea was uh, very much spurred on by Colleen. I know it's something that she's very passionate about herself. 
Um, and we kind of had to pivot uh, with COVID because mm-hmm. we were, you know, pushing certain things and everything. So instead of trying to, uh, you know, develop like what our plans were, uh, she reached out to be able to help other people out because that's really what uh, what mattered during that time was just being able to support people. Yeah. Everybody struggled. Everybody had to adjust. Yeah. And uh, so she put that program together to just be able to, to help out other people. Yeah. Well, it's great to spe- spread the word about those programs, too, because you know some names are very familiar, right? They get a lot of publicity, but then you have a lot of these little nonprofits that maybe just don't have the spotlight on them in the sure. same way, and this is just a great way to introduce them. And you have a lot of nonprofits here today. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of local for-profit businesses here at this event as well. So come on down, see us. We would love for exactly. you to join Please us. Please do, yeah. Say hi. I have support local stickers, too. I'd be happy to give away. <laughs> uh, but who who's with us today? Who are some of the businesses oh, gosh, we can learn about? Oh, gosh, we've got all sorts of different things. So, uh, like, the Gifted Gown um, run by Julia. She uh, actually worked here for a little bit also. Did she? Uh, I didn't so know So we're that. happy to, like, to help her. We've got... Um, uh, let's see the pet adoptions. I'm drawing a blank on like, okay. all the Julian Center names. is here. Julian Coburn Center. Place is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, your podcast host is over there, I believe. Don't you right. have a podcast yep. now yourself? We have a podcast yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just a lot of different businesses here. And inside, I know um, Frangipani is here. Your Memory Water is here. Just so many different kinds of things to see and explore. And I think that's one of the things that makes Georgetown Market so unique. Is every time you come in, you can learn about something different, or even see someone different. I mean, it truly is so diverse. And you said you've been here 20 years now? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, is this something you just always thought you were going to be doing? Or what did you want to be when you grew up? I I mean, actually, yeah. So, um, I remember, uh, and my dad saved it. We had, like, a project in, like, second grade or something like that. What do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, like, I want to grow up and get a degree in business and run Georgetown. At the time, it was Georgetown Health Foods, but run the store with my dad. And that's exactly what happened. So. Uh, was it a whole lot of, was it a whole lot of decision making for yeah. me? I guess not a whole lot in yeah. between. So, did you immediately go into management? Did you stock shelves? Like, what were some of your jobs that you did I, here along the way? Yeah, I mean, so I say like twenty years because it's been long enough because that's full time. I graduated college in two thousand three and uh, came to run the deli at first. But before that, I would spend the summers stocking shelves, doing whatever, like whatever I could, just kind of learning some things. Uh, so yeah, that's. It's been a long time, and I've, I've done a lot of different jobs. What do you think that diversity in the jobs that you've done lends to management? Uh, I think the best thing is that you just really understand what the job is about. So as a manager, you're trying to get you know people to, to do certain things, and when you truly understand it, uh, it's different. Um, you know, So often in like a corporation, you've got you know, the people in a different office like looking at numbers and then mm-hmm. you know, dictating that way. But when you really understand it, uh, it's it's easier to, to relate with people, and uh, I think like most importantly, like you you have uh, a realistic expectation of, of what can happen and what the results are going to be too. Yeah. We're chatting with third generation owner of Georgetown Market, Andrew Monteith. Andrew, what keeps you motivated to keep the store open and just keep pushing forward? It's the people. It, it really is. Um, I mean, when when COVID hit, uh, we were an essential business. We were trying to figure out what to do, um, and you know, the talks of like, you know, do we shut down? We do curbside only. 
um, and trying to figure out you know what was going to happen and everything. And I had I had three goals: a stay in business, b keep everybody safe, and c keep everybody employed. Uh, we didn't have to let go of one person. Um, we actually shut down the deli for a while, and we kept it open. And it's always been about like the people that are working here, like. So many of us are like family, you know, the people that have been here for a long time. They're they're not employees, like they're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, the challenges and successes Andrew has had along the way and what he wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters Live. Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana-owned and operated, the owner lives here in Indiana, and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana-owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.Gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana-owned company. Take your picks, send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend, and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. It's Local Matters live from Georgetown Market on the west side of Indianapolis. I'm here with owner Andrew Monteith, third generation owner, by the way. When did the business get started? 1973. 1973. And it has evolved so much over the years. We are at Community Day here. Lots of different nonprofits, lots of different product samples. Some Indiana-owned members are here as well. So come on down and join us. How long does the event go until today? goes till 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock today. And there's plenty of parking. So there's parking down there. There's parking all around the building. So if you see a lot of cars here, take that as a good thing. Don't let it hinder you coming and joining us. That's right. And, you know, I would say every time I've been here, it's like stalking for parking spaces because you're just such a popular spot. Yeah. I mean, has it always been like this or did it take a while to kind of build that culture and build kind of that drive for people to come here? I think it's, uh, I mean, being in this location since we were already established, like, yeah, it's always been, it's always been very busy. I would love to have a bigger parking lot. I'd like to yeah. fill it up even more. So. Yeah, well, I can hook you up with that. <laughs> I, I have some connections over here. Right. I have some connections. Andrew, what has been the hardest part about being a business owner? I think the, the hardest part is just decision making uh trying to balance like the needs of the business and uh and the the goodwill of the people um that that is the hardest part you know what is the right decision what makes sense to you know to make money i mean we are for profit so we're we're here to make money but it's not just about that it's about being fair kind compassionate mm-hmm. uh so where do those balances come yeah but that's probably the hardest yeah now you've worked in the store and been a part of the store longer than you've had ownership in the store correct is there anything that you would do differently knowing what you know now on the ownership side uh probably a lot um uh i guess one of the the struggles that we have is usually just around like systems yeah um uh one of the things we've run into lately is because we've had a staff that's been here for so long uh you know training and systems and programs and everything wasn't really necessary because people just knew uh so as you get 
um, you know, turnover and everything like that, like getting people in and getting them familiar with mm-hmm. our culture and everything like that has become difficult. So had I known what I what I know now and where we are right now, I, I would have put some more focus on that. That's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's really important for all small businesses, right? Cause sure. Especially when you're first starting so much of your process and what you're doing is in your head. And then you have to translate that out. And then when you find a better tool or something new, you got to get everybody on board. Right. What is what is that like, especially having employees that have been here so long? Just, you know, getting everybody on the yeah, same path. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's true. It's it's hard to people to kind of get to, to change their ways. Um, you know, like the advancements in technology or the way the market adjusts or all those kind of things. Like, it does require change. And sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Um, you know, we're... You know, reality is we're small and nimble, but uh, those kind of things are very difficult yeah. to change. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, what's the most rewarding part about being a business owner? For me personally, it's uh, it's seeing people that you know started you know as a high school or something like that. Uh, seeing them come back years later and they've, you know, they're on to like careers and they have families and all that kind of stuff and uh, hearing what they have to say about their experience after the fact, uh, that kind of stuff. Like that kind of just tells me what, uh, what it reminds me of what we're about and everything. Um, uh, making sure that like the, that people are taken care of. Um, it's uh, difficult. I mean, we're, we're not like a high income job. Right. I mean, it's a lot of entry level positions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so trying to make sure that everybody's taken care of as much as possible, uh, knowing that people are safe and secure. Um, yeah. yeah. Awesome. What would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? Um, I would say, uh, I mean, it's different for me. I didn't actually like start the business. So I, mm-hmm. I came into something that was already established. So from my perspective, like uh, I didn't start something from the ground up. That'd be a great question for my dad. Um, but starting your own business, uh, it's first and foremost, it's got to be something that you would be passionate about for sure. Um, the It's when the times are, are hard or difficult that you have to be able to push through. It's that passion, it's that desire that gets you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so make it something that, that you care about. Yeah. Uh, and that will that will get you through the hard times and make the good times that much better. Yeah. I love it. Andrew, besides... I'm going to rephrase this. So you've, you've kind of shared the story. You know, it's, it's about community. It's about helping people get to where they want to be. But, you know, why does supporting local and being known as Indiana-owned matter to you? Because I've been a part of it my whole life. Um, I mean, I was born into the business. Uh, and at the time, uh, I guess the uh, the perception of what a health food store was, that's just a bunch of, like, you know, hippies that live off the land kind of thing. And that's not exactly right. Um, so I grew up understanding what, what health was. I grew up... Um, knowing how to take care of myself in so many different ways. Um, you know, people would kind of tease me and make fun of me and everything. And that's, that's not what it was. Um, so, uh, I forget the question again. (laughs) Why does supporting local and being known as Indiana owned matter to you? Uh, so all that is driven by local. Um, uh, Aaron McNicholas, he, he works for us. He's, 
super connected, very smart guy. He came to me to start with the idea to start a pod- podcast. And it's very much based around that idea of uh, what local really means, especially when it comes to food. Um, so I'd invite everybody to uh, take a listen to it. We've yeah. got six episodes out there right now. It's called Awaken Indie. So thanks for the plug. Yeah. Um, uh, and But that's what it's really about. It's not just like, you know, hey, if I buy organic mac mm-hmm. and cheese, like then I'm eating healthy. Uh, it's way, way more than that. Um, and it is hard for people to make really good money um, with uh, keeping local in mind. So mm-hmm. if you're sourcing your food locally, it's not going to be a significantly profitable venture for people. Mm-hmm. So uh, for us, kind of helping support the local, the smaller farmers that have like a few mm-hmm. things here and there, um, then that's what like helps build. Yeah. Do you feel like the world is catching up to what Georgetown Market has been doing all these years, or do we have a, a much farther way to go? Uh, sure, but our job is to stay ahead of them. Uh, they're always catching up. Um, I think you know, Wild Oats came and put a store in like 1999, uh, and that was two years after we opened this store, uh, and we saw an effect from that. Um, and you know that kind of that really brought, like along with Whole Foods, that brought the the natural foods or health foods on the forefront mm-hmm. um, and that's no longer like a significant focus for what we're doing so we uh, we look beyond that so it's education it's community it's uh, teaching people that you know understand that uh, like a grass-fed steak is good um, or an, or an organic steak or whatever they mm-hmm. want to call it and everything but like what really makes it that so uh, we always want to be on the forefront yeah Almost finished. I got to know, what is one of your favorite items on your service menu over here? Oh, gosh. So I don't I, I don't pick favorites. I'm not a, I'm not a favorites kind of guy. And come I'm not saying that because I, that I just want to be fair. I, uh, I'll go over and, and eat, and I almost all the time I will walk over there, and I'll pick someone out, and I'll say, what should I get to eat? And I just let them pick for me. Sometimes, like, the staff has something that they want to be able to do, if it's a sandwich or, or smoothies or whatever. Um, and I just let them pick for me. Yeah. So my favorite is what somebody else wants me to have. Well, it's a good way to test out quality control, exactly. too. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. We are live from Georgetown Market as part of Community Day. We are at the intersection of Lafayette Road and Georgetown Road. Come by and see us. We're here until 2 o'clock. Is Three that right? O'clock. 3 o'clock. Three o'clock. So come by, say hi. There's great music, samples, all kinds of fun stuff. Andrew, besides IndianaOwned.com, how do we find out more about you and how can we support your business? Sure. Uh, well, our website is uh, GeorgetownMarket.com. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, the podcast that we have that you can find on all the podcast apps, it's called Awaken Indie with Aaron McNicholas uh, and my sister, Dr. Lauren Monteith. Um uh, we have an online store as well that's accessible through our website uh, for pickup or delivery. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Wonderful, wonderful. Andrew Monteith, third generation owner of Georgetown Market. Thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters, and thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thanks, Mel. It's a pleasure being here. When we come back, we are going to tell more stories, share more about what's going on here, and we hope you will stick with us. Always, don't forget, if you want to support local, do it at indianaowned.com. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network.
Find local now at indianaowned.com.